Thank you for being my friend and welcome back. <laughs> welcome welcome back. back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It is 2022. And 22, okay. did I say that? 2022? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we are back from a long anticipated break. Um, God has been kind to us. He has. And this is a this is the first episode mm-hmm. of the new year, and your Casa Negros are here. This is the Jason Podcast. Just, I am Josh Rogers. I am Brian Hare. And welcome to this hodgepodge of mm. the episode. We don't know. We're just going to talk about everything because we've missed everything. a lot. We we're so going to talk about it all. But in the midst of all of that, this is still the podcast where we discuss the perils, the praises, mm. the productivity, yes. and the pump and circumstance of trying to navigate the craziest puzzle piece ever created, and that is life. Brian? Yes, sir. At the top of the year, my friend, how are you? Man, it is a great day to be black. Is it still uh, a great day to be black it's in still a great day to be black. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like it's a new year of new blackness. So I'm excited. Yeah, I like that. Yes. New year, new blackness. Yes. I'm excited. <laughs> I feel extra black this year. I feel like 20, 2022 has been a, a, a good year for blacks so mm-hmm. far. And I don't know why I feel that way, but I just do. It's been a good year for blacks. We're only 12 days in. I don't know. I just, and it's I already been like, a good year for I, us. It has. Because we're uh, just black. We woke yeah. up every day. 12 days we woke up. Black. The 12 days of blackness. Mm. <laughs> Sounds of blackness. Hold on, change. Be optimistic. <laughs> what is the name of a choir? Sounds of blackness. Where, did, where are they? <laughs> the greatest name of Ain't any choir. Ain't they from California? Um, I don't know. I feel I like that know. is a very Coachella-esque <laughs> gospel group. <laughs> Let me let me do some research. Do some research. <laughs> sounds, of sounds of blackness. They they got hippie vibes. If you if you asking me, sounds of blackness. Where are Be they from? Optimistic. Great song. Oh, you know, Jimmy really Jam song. and Terry Lewis uh, produced that song. They wrote it. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. to the sky. Okay, that makes sense. They're from Minneapolis, St. Oh, Paul, Minnesota. They from Minneapolis. They had to be black. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes so much sense. Like the fact that uh. That Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis worked on it, you know, you know Minnesota folks. And mm-hmm. if you want to hear a terrible, um, just rendition of them singing, I think they did a live performance at something, and Ann Nesby is just screaming, like just screaming. I'm like, Ann Nesby ain't sang well since she was the auntie in Fighting Temptations. <laughs> <laughs> that is the last thing we appreciate Ann Nesby for. <laughs> oh, I, go somewhere, please go, go somewhere. Away. How was your Christmas? <sighs> Were you a mean one, Mr. Grinch? Nah, we was in the house though. Okay. We was in the house. Bored in the house and was in the house board? Yes. <laughs> that, exactly that. 
Yeah, us too. So we got our whole family got COVID. Oh my God. Right mm. before, right? I mean, Omarion put an icebox where our hearts Holy used Christmas. to be <laughs> and, <laughs> and caught all of us right before Christmas. So, you know, I was raving about my parents and my grandma coming and couldn't none of them come because grandma 95. Mm-hmm. So we weren't going to risk it. So we thought about risking it because our 10 day quarantine technically ended Christmas Eve. So it was like, y'all just come. Mm-hmm. You know, get a hotel, come over to the house. But then I thought about grandma, just like, nah, I don't want to risk it. So we canceled right. the trip and ended up UPSing their stuff and they UPSed our stuff. And it was a cool Christmas, low key and chill, but man, not how. And, and thank God, listen, the science okay. of a vaccine and booster, mm-hmm. I believe, with along with mm-hmm. the hand touch of God, yeah, I believe. Yeah, yes. I believe I, it kept me from being over yonder in the hospital. That's what it kept me from being. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it kept me from being there. Like we didn't lose our taste, our smell. Combustion Mason. Yeah. All of us had, you know, you know, I love me some Charles Harris. <laughs> um, all of us had different symptoms. I was congested. Asha had chills. Jaden had um, a cough, and Josh had like a runny nose or just sniffles or something. And but like after a couple of days, all of that kind of subsided. So I really thank God, of course, my faith. Mm-hmm. But you know, having the vaccine because I because right. that's what it was for to prevent us from being in hospital, right? To prevent us from dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did just that. So it right. sucked, and the CDC still don't know what the heck they're doing because they're they minimizing <laughs> from ten days to five days. You ask them one question, there's another answer. You ask it. So it was. It's been all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, but nevertheless. Nevertheless, I am still here, and it's by the grace of God. Mm, oh, that's a good one. Oh, 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 because millions didn't make it. <laughs> it's a medley, but I was one of the ones who did. Okay. I made it over. Oh, thank you, Lord. My God. We're still here. Brian, you still We're here? Still, I'm still here. New Year's Eve, what'd you do? Sat on my couch and looked at me and Jaden had a slumber party because mm-hmm. Asha um Asha has aging grandparents and she's kind of stepped into a caretaker role. Mm-hmm. So she went up there and little Josh went with her. So me and Jaden were here. And we had a slumber party, like laser tag in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, watched a movie, ate some what did we eat? Burgers. It was his favorite meal. Okay. Um we had kids wine, aka um apple cider, <laughs> sparkling cider, and um I had real wine. And <laughs> oh, oh bless him. The blood and the oh, blood in the body. Listen, <laughs> listen. And that was it, bro. That was it. That's what we said. How did you did you go to church? Mm-mm. I was in a I, I did go to church. I went to church. Okay. Um, yeah, I did go to church. We had a seven o'clock service. Mm. So that worked out because there was no one bringing the child at at, at 10 o'clock. But the, you you ain't brought in no new year at 7 p.m. It was still 2021. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that? <laughs> I brought it the New Year at my house. Okay, but you should have skipped church because that was that was a waste of your time. You didn't bring <laughs> it. You didn't bring in the New Year. You gonna go church again? New Year, bro? You going to bring, bring in the New Year? Listen, I got me a little dance in, um, and then the mm-hmm. rest was uh, at the house. I really don't even remember New Year's Eve. Like I don't remember. Did we these, drink? These I, did new, we watch TV? New Saints. <laughs> I don't remember. I really don't these, remember these new Saints in the early watching. How you gonna go to a watch night? At 7 p.m. <laughs> what you watching? <laughs> listen, listen. They, oh, the, like, the, I think churches nowadays know the, the saints need to go to the church early and then turn up later on in the evening. You put God back at 10 p.m. 
<laughs> and we all dance at eleven fifty nine. But no, man, for real, no. I, Crossover. I Woo. <laughs> don't don't you get me started because I ain't danced in a while. You just put the music on and dance. You, you know I go to one of the Presbyterian churches. We don't. <laughs> I ain't danced. <laughs> I ain't danced in a while. <laughs> Episcopal church. I ain't danced in a while. That's a Presbyterian church. They are Lutheran for sure. <laughs> um, niggas be CCMing. Oh, so <laughs> asking God to burn them up like fire. I ain't <laughs> never asked God to burn me up like nothing. I am not. Um, who them boys? Meshach and Abednego. I ain't never one of them. Shadrach. That's the first one. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. No thanks. I ain't none of them. And oh Brian, yes. I'm gonna ask you this because I feel like you are, you are, you probably are more astute theologian than I am. Oh Lord! Over the Christmas season, did you did you find did you did you find some frankincense and myrrh? I did, did not. You? Okay, <laughs> next year I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some year. frankincense and myrrh. And if I can't find it, I'm just gonna burn some incense and put it by the tree <laughs> <laughs> in front of my uh, fake nativity scene and give Listen, God the glory. Give Him the glory. Oh, speaking of theological conversations, okay, I had someone try to argue with me <sighs> about the theological validity of Little Drummer Boy. <laughs> I see why that ain't fair. <laughs> I said, Mm-mm. I said that ain't a Bible story like you think it is. <laughs> that's but, like, they but, they, but they they brought their gifts, and that's what we, I said. Uh, I said the only gifts. <laughs> <laughs> that I know of that, 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 in, in, in the gospels that read, you know, that, that tell the story of the Savior was mm-hmm. frankincense mm-hmm. and the myrrh. <laughs> I ain't seen no drummer boy rump upon bombing in front of baby Jesus. <laughs> it, I said it was it just creative. It ain't nowhere scripture. I said it was, it was just creative license. Now, do I love little drummer boy? For sure. Mm-hmm. There are several versions I appreciate, but it ain't in the Bible. It ain't, it didn't happen. Mm-mm. Am I no, right, no. Brian? Did it did it happen? Am I, I don't did I drum, miss it? I don't I don't see him in, in the in the four gospels. I don't see him nowhere. I didn't see nowhere where Mary was not her head or Joseph's toe shot up in his boot. I didn't see it. <laughs> not I didn't a place. see it. Not a place. Holy Macadandy. Did not see it. Oh, thank you, Lord. All right. Thank you, Holy Ghost. All right. So, Brian, any New yes. Year's resolutions before we move deeper into the show? There's something that you wanted. I know we mentioned it a little bit before we left, mm-hmm. but maybe it's changed. Any goals, things you want to reach, want to do? Uh, definitely, again, still of your me. Putting me first or betting on me, like you said. Yeah. Um, get in the bag, man. I really want to get more money this year. Mm-hmm. More vacations this year. Yeah. Read some other goals that I'm not going to talk about on the uh, on the podcast. Come on, um, that's pretty much it. Like I really want to, like as the scripture says, live life. Quote it more. Uh, Jesus came that we might have life, and that more abundantly. And um, I think the older I get, the more that's what the goal is: is really to enjoy life um, to the fullest. Of course, within within responsibility, but to really enjoy life. Do things that I want to do. That's it. It's about me. Yeah. What makes me happy? What I want to do? Where I want to go? Where I want to be? Uh, do that. What about you? Can I can I share something that you said you wanted to do? You shared it with me. I don't know if it's a secret or not. Okay, go. It's not a secret. Go. Okay. So anybody knows me knows that you know I have an affinity for a lot of things. One of the things I have okay. an affinity I know, for. I know, is, I know where you're going with this. Is body art. Mm-hmm. I got my my ninth piece right before the year turned over. 
Mm-hmm. And I was talking to Brian, you know, talking through the piece, showed it to him, the final product. He was like, you know what, Josh? Mm-hmm. I said, I'm listening. I'm all ears. I'm all ears. <laughs> he said, Josh, I, you know that piece you got on your arm. I said, mm, my homage to Memphis. I said, mm. <laughs> He said, I want that on my leg. Mm-hmm. And I said, set it up. Mm-hmm. You know what the man did? Man, the guy left me on red. He didn't respond. <laughs> so I said, <laughs> I thought I responded. I didn't respond. No, I, no I, you I, didn't. I, okay. I must respond mm-hmm. in my head. I want, I'm not looking for an apology here. I'm telling, what I'm, I'm telling you what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a commitment. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm committed to it. Okay. I'm going to commit to so, it. After, after um, hopefully something happens this year, then yes. after that, I'm going to- uh, For sure. For, yes. And for then sure. we'll be, I think, and then we'll need two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's all I need. All right. So for me, uh, one of my goals <laughs> is to read at least 24 <laughs> books this year. Um, oh, okay. Two books. Two I was months. yeah, twenty four yeah, minimum. And if I don't do two a month, I'm have to triple up somewhere. Um, the reason why I know a lot of people read far more than twenty four in a year. I know people read like books per week. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I've, all the schooling that I've done took away the like mm-hmm. the, the beauty of recre- recreational reading. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I read so many books, and then. I was a part of the social sciences and some of my favorite books kind of deal with the social sciences, white fragility and, you know, how to be anti-racist. Those are some of my favorite types of books. Yep. Um, although I enjoy novels and, you know, some other things too. So it really kind of took away, you know, my just pure enjoyment for reading. I will buy a book because I'm interested and it will sit there. So mm-hmm. I am midway through Lovey's Professional Troublemaker, um, hoping to finish that up before January closes so I can at least start another one in January. Right. And try to catch up by February. I'm probably going to see can I get something a little bit thinner to get through in February. Two okay. Books. Um, but that's one of the goals. The second goal is to really um, be a lot more serious with my health and fitness. And some people be like, Josh, you're already serious. But I want right. to take serious. it to another level. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm, I've been like eating. Yesterday I ate five meals, Brian. Wow. Like five full meals. Cause I'm wow. like I'm I'm really serious about what I'm doing. Um, there's a couple other things that I have that I'm not going to you know as as the, as the old says, I have some unspoken prayer requests <laughs> <laughs> that I have up before the Lord. Um, but now, man, still betting on me doing some things um, to set myself up to set us up. You know, I think we're both you know doing that and betting on that with the podcast. And, yep. Um, yeah. So song of the week. Okay. First one of the year. Okay. I thought about playing it because that would be great. But then I'm like, you know what? The one thing that is going to be consistent about old Josh Rogers. Okay. Is I'm going to sing these songs. That's just what I'm going to do. That's just who I am. And But this one, usually, Brian, I I sing. Okay. But this time the Lord put a rap in my spirit. Oh. Okay. Um, and if you know what it, if I'm going to say this, I've said before that this verse and this song goes down oh, as the greatest rap verse. I know exactly what it is. In history. I know what it is. So it goes a little bit like this. So I 
type of text to a girl I used to see saying mm-hmm. that I chose this cutie power whom I want to be. And okay. I apologize if this message gets you down. Then I CC'd every girl that I see see around town. And I hate to mm-hmm. see y'all frown, but I'd rather see her smiling. Witness all around me, true. But I'm no island. Peninsula, maybe. Make no sense. I know crazy. Give up all this pussy cat that's in my lap. No looking back. Spaceships don't come equipped with review mirrors. They dip as quick as they can. The atmosphere is now ripped. I'm so like a pill. I'm glad it's night. So the light from the sun. Wouldn't I burn me? Oh, my bun. Wouldn't I shoot the moon? High, jump the broom. Like a premium out the womb. My partner yelling too soon. Don't do it. Reconsider. Read some literature on the subject. You sure? I know you got your back like Carol Pratt. Tick, if that do you dirty, we wipe up. Out like some detergent. Now hurry, hurry, go to the altar. I know you ain't no pimp, but pimp. Remember what I taught you. Keep your heart three stacks. stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart, Brian. Keep your heart. Man, (laughs) these girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part. Play your part. That is Mm. the intro to Mm. the international players anthem Mm. (laughs) by UGK featuring the out and the cast. Mm Beautiful. Mainly featuring Andre Three Stacks because that verse just it's it's iconic. Just it's just iconic. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful. It is iconic. Hallelujah. Bless his holy name. <laughs> Bless his holy name. So That's with that one. being said, understood and accepted, we are back and we ready to jump into this thing. Brian, yes. you ready to talk about some black X and longs? I'm so and ready. Some, and all the mess that has happened. We ain't going to have no formal living room. This Mm-mm. is a culture code episode. If you know anything about us, we come back and we talk about all the things. Mm-hmm. You ready, bro? I'm so ready. Let's so since we ain't gonna introduce y'all, we're gonna come to the living room a little early. So grab your drink now. Now we got hours. <laughs> grab your drink, <laughs> grab your drink, grab your <laughs> snacks, grab your, your your fruit snacks, your candy, your edamame beans, whatever you're doing to be healthy this new year, new me. And let's go down to the living room and let's talk about all of the things. All the things. Let's do it. All right, well, we're going to be starting our living room off with the first bless-up of the year. Um, And hopefully, if you are a friend of the podcast, friend of real life, we actually are going to do a bless-up for a friend of the podcast and a friend of real life. So if you've been listening, you probably have heard this name. You should have heard the name. Go back and listen to the episode. Yeah. If you haven't, Anthony Walker, he debuted or he gave us the drop of his new book. Yeah. B is for Black Wealth. So I'm giving a bless-up to Anthony Walker. The president of E40's fan club. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Financial expert and guru uh, has a book coming out. B is for Black Wealth. I bought my copy. Did you buy yours? I, bought, I got mine. Yep. We I bought got our mine. copies. Um, for those that do not know, the ABCs of Black Wealth and Culture, right? You may often hear the phrase support black business, but many of us do not understand the basic fundamentals necessary to create and sustain those black businesses. Yeah. The use of black wealth serves as an introduction to the world of independent black business. Readers are given an in-depth exposure to concepts related to group economics, business ownership, and financial empowerment. This book is meant to be an organizing tool to offer both the parents and children the resources that will bring black wealth over a lifetime. And here goes this. A special thank you for all those who pre-order purchases. Uh, for, excuse me. As a special thank you, all pre-order purchases will come with an eight-week coding course taught by Tony Brackens, a black blockchain developer, mm. to improve the technological skills of our reader, readers, adults, and children alike. So go out there right now and pre-order your books 
at B is for blackwealth.com. Again, go out there, pre-order your books at B is for blackwealth.com. Uh, we're doing pre-orders right now. I think these are there should be coming around the 8th, February 8th or something like that. But, okay. Uh, February. Go out there and pre-order your books. And this is for the children. Um, I, I thought it was a children's book, but then I read, read it. It seemed like it's for like both books. That's a little it probably can be for everybody book. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I believe the children are our future. Teach them yes. well and let them lead the way. Show them, uh-huh. show them all the beauty they possess inside. <laughs> Give them a sense of pride. A pride. <laughs> <laughs> that boy good. <laughs> that's the, that's the way to sing it these days. Like if anybody is a real black person, like no shade. I don't, I don't like to do the real black person, fake black, black black person. But black folks, they gotta say with pride. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta say it. You can't just sing it. You gotta just say that boy, it. Good. That, that boy good. That boy good. Bless up to our boy. Uh, the light-skinned phenom himself. Yes. <laughs> Anthony Walker. Out here changing lives and keeping E-40 with a residual Listen. shade because no one else. Must have been badass. <laughs> riding the whip. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So bless up to uh, Anthony Walker. Um, now we do the rest up. It is, we've been away for a while. Ooh, ooh, I mean, folk. folk <laughs> Listen. Folk just dying. <laughs> It was like an aviation academy. They were Nigga. flying up out of here. Listen, <laughs> they were saying, you know, I'm done. Sick of, sick of the earth. I, I don't want to be here no more. That's what they said. Sick uh, of it. Listen, so we got a lot of uh, bless-ups or rest-ups, that is. Yeah, my God. Um, we have way more white people on the on the rest-up than we've ever had, but uh, they, they'll they make sense when I get to them. Uh, yeah. First and foremost, I'm going to talk about, uh, since we are church we are church kids, right? So mm. we got to talk about the, the folks that died uh, in the <clears throat> church. So Bishop... Archbishop, excuse me, uh, Desmond Tutu. For those that do not know, he is a South African Anglican bishop and theologian. Really was known for his lot of his anti-apartheid and human rights activism. Uh, he was a bishop of Johannesburg in 1985 to 86, and an Archbishop of Cape Town. Are you playing? Let's get you a little background music. Let's go ahead for your announcements. <laughs> Uh, he was a bishop of Johannesburg in 1985 to 86, uh, and bishop of Cape Town in 86 to 96. Pretty close to Nelson Mandela, well respected within the ecumenical committee uh, community, also well respected around the world. Uh, another person that died, um, we're going up yonder. Um, <laughs> John Madden. For those that do not know, outside of the Madden football game, uh, John Madden was actually an NFL coach uh, for the Oakland Raiders from uh, 1969 to 1978. After that, he did a lot of sports commentating on Fox. Uh, but again, most of us probably know him from the John Madden video games. Madden, we both come out every single year. Madden was kind of the person. It's in the game. It's in the game. Uh, he was the person that kind of really put people out there on onto what football was. So, he, you know, people know football because of John Madden. Uh, so he uh, flew up out of here. Um, who else flew up out of here? Sidney Poitier. Oh, a raisin out in the here. sun. Listen, a raisin in the sun. Um, they call me Mr. Tibbs. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, bohemian actor. Film director, diplomat, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, first actor, African American actor, and Bohemian to win Academy Award for Best Actor. Uh, received two competitive Golden Globe awards, uh, British Academy Film and Television Arts 
Awards, Grammy Awards for Best Book Award Album, Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, so he was uh, personified dignity, and he was one of the first black actors really to be out there um, and doing great things for great black people. Let me keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. Um, uh, James Foreman, aka James Ntume, uh, African American jazz and army musician, songwriter, record producer, activist, radio personality, all the things. All the things. Um, I mean, he resume. Was, right. He was under, uh, as far as his, his mentorship, he was mentored by Miles Davis. Um, but those who probably know a song um, by his, it's a song called Juicy Fruit. You probably don't know the original, mm-hmm. but you probably remember Biggie Smalls, Biggie Small song, or Notorious B.I.G., how are we going to call it? Um, Juicy. Um, was sampled off of that song. Yeah, so he used that sample to put all the lyrical um, dishes in the cushion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that. Um, <laughs> black and ugly as ever. However, I stay Gucci down to the socks. The socks. My God. <laughs> Girl, people, when they see me. <laughs> Don't think. <laughs> so good. We're gonna get derailed, bro. Go ahead. Who Listen, else did? That's that's a song. Um <laughs> so um Bob Saget, um, the TV dad for the whites. You know, most of those blacks we love. I'm glad a, you said it. Listen, <laughs> most of those blacks we love a Bill Cosby as the TV dad for blacks, Uncle Phil, maybe. Um, but for the whites, Bob Saget was that guy. Um um, stand-up comedian, actor, television host, all the good things. America's Funny Some Videos. I don't know if y'all before Carlton, before um, the dude that does Dancing with the Stars. Bob Sack was the host of, of America's Funny Some Videos. You may know him mainly from Full House, Fuller House. Um, so he was pretty, you know, famous as far as you know, black people knew who he was for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, if you watch Full House at any point, I think black people watch Full House. Did you watch Full House? I didn't watch Full House, but I know a lot of black people who did. Okay, <laughs> whatever happened to the yeah. something to the Jer- that's why I uh, first yeah, saw Journey more. Schmollett, mm. Chris, is, Chris Moore's long lost twin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so Bob Saget, and this is the one that told the whole world up. Um, the blacks and the whites uh, love them some Betty White. Ooh, thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. Traveling down the road and back again. Your, <laughs> Your heart, heart is, is true. true. You're a pile. You're, you're a true. It's true. Okay. It's true. Yeah. You're a pile and a confidant. And Brian, mm. if you ever threw a party, Rip, anybody, uh-huh. everyone you knew, no, 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 you would see. <laughs> That the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. Being a friend. (laughs) My God, a lyric. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So we start from the bottom of my head, girl. That's a song. (laughs) And we don't just, we can't sing it regularly after after our homie did it. No, 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 no. You can't. It's it's impossible. You will sing the biggest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for being a friend. He killed that joint. <laughs> um, so Betty White, uh, shout out to her actress, comedian, all the good things, pioneer, yeah. early television. Um, she loved the blacks, blacks loved her. Um she uh actually holds the Guinness world record for the longest TV career by an entertainer, um, which is crazy. Um, she won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Guest Actress. If you've watched 
I'm a Golden Girls fan, um, and I've said it before that Golden Girls kind of paved the way, even for a lot of those. I, I think to me, I think Golden Girls is the, the blueprint for, and don't kill me for this, blacks, uh, is the blueprint for living single. And think about it. Think about it. Four women staying in the house. You got the um, Khadijah is, what's the character? Um, not Maude. What is her name? Dorothy. Then you got the quick-witted person, Maxine, the mama from uh, Golden Girls. You got the slow, dim-witted person, which is um, Betty White in this case, um, and um, Sinclair. And then you have like the diva, the you know the man eater, and regime, and also you have Blanche in that show. So if you watch it, a little parallels. So you see, I'm not disagreeing. I just don't have <laughs> I just don't have nothing con- to contribute. <laughs> but I am not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing. I'm a big Golden Girls fan. I know a lot of people. Um, it was a great show. It was a great, great show. show. I give it, it a good show. Good show. Um, all right, so yeah, bless up to <laughs> again uh, the the great right Reverend uh, Desmond Tutu, Ooh, John yeah. Madden, Sidney yeah. Poitier, yeah. James Entume, yeah. Bob Saget, and yeah. Betty White. Betty White, rest up to y'all. Rest up, y'all have done some great things in this world. Most of y'all will be missed. Betty White's gonna be missed. Bishop Tutu's gonna be missed. Mm-hmm. He's a brother. Sidney Poitier's gonna be missed, and Tume's gonna be missed. John Madden, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. As much as these are tragedies, tragedies are commonplace. All kinds of diseases. People are slipping away. <laughs> Economy's down. People can't get enough pay. <laughs> but as for me, all I can say, <laughs> thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. Folks it's without homes. And folks in the streets. And the drug habit some say. <laughs> they just can't be. <laughs> Muggers and robbers. No place seems to be safe. <laughs> but you've been my protection. Every step of the way. And I want to say. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> for all you've done. For, for me. me. <laughs> and it could have been me. Outdoors. <laughs> with no food. <laughs> and no clothes. Or left alone. <laughs> without a friend. <laughs> Or just another number with a tragic end. But you didn't see fit. <laughs> Let none of these things be. <laughs> By your grace and your power. You keep on keeping me. And I want to say <laughs> thank you, Lord. Shut up, For all you've done for, for me. <laughs> me. Let me not stir up in here. I don't even know what I was about to say. <laughs> what was I about to say? Yes. <laughs> Tragedies are commonplace. People are slipping away. But let this, let this be the last time. This will be the last time. You hear that many white people on a rest up report. Never. Because that, these obituaries are reserved for color. This is the color right. section. The, and this is a first. I think this is the first time we ever had a white person on the rest up. We had three on here. I feel like we had one, Brian. Was it? We have to we go into the archives. Well, I know. Well, I know we talked about the first white person extension in the billboard. We talked about Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. But. Oh, speaking of Britney Spears, okay. Um, it's just something. You know, Britney Spears consistently, consistently. Oh, the run, 
the run. Gives us give it, give it to us. <laughs> give it to us. You know, and and um, but anyway, the, regardless of how we feel, um, I think that Betty White would have made this list regardless because mm-hmm. Betty White. I can't find Britney Spears on the album. Maybe the Lord don't. He don't want me to play it. <laughs> what you looking for? It's on her page. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Woman, well, some still ain't right in the water with Britney. Mm-mm. I just, I know she's free, but some, some still ain't quite clicking like it need to be. And we still, we yet praying. But she gave us this gem. <laughs> Remind us. I can't do it again. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't. I mean, if I had remind, to to it. remind us, Brittany. That remind you us, the Brittany. For the vocals, you are the vocalist. remind us, <laughs> remind us, remind us that you were the vocalist of the Mickey Mouse Club. You, the vocalist, the not vocalist. Christina Aguilera, not Justin Timberlake, Mm-mm. not JC Charze, none Mm-mm. of the things. It was but you, Brittany. You alone. <laughs> you alone. You are not alone. <laughs> I am here with you. I don't know the words. I was listening to some Michael Jackson about a week ago. Just really? went through his anthology and was just wanting to be starting something. And mm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where it came from. It just hit me. And there I was. Anyway, yeah. bless up to Anthony. Rest up to all of y'all who are dead. Special shout oh, out y'all. to Betty White. We love you, White Queen. Yes. All right, let's go into <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> Uh, she's a white queen. Yeah, she got a good little Queen Elizabeth thing going. Anyway, bye. <laughs> um, the Billboard. What are some special birthdays mm-hmm. that's happening here? Yes. One of the purveyors of slobbing on the knobs, DJ yes. Paul. On the cob. <laughs> His birthday. <laughs> Check in with me and do your J. You know that's you, J. Lay on the bed <laughs> and give me here. Don't have to ask. <laughs> Don't have to beg. Juicy is my name. <laughs> I'm stuck right now. Sex is my game. <laughs> Let's call the boys. <laughs> Let's run a train. My God. Yeah. Squeeze on my nuts. <laughs> Lick on my butt. <laughs> that natural curly hair. <laughs> Please don't touch. First find a mate. <laughs> then find a date. Oh, I ain't gonna do it because I'll I was, I was linger there for a while. That's a, that is a Negro anthem for me. It is. Ooh, I started to knock, then came an odor. Went and got a douche. Smelt like mush. <laughs> when she did that, I didn't want the cat. <laughs> Left out of house, Brian. Never came back. <laughs> My God. Lyrics. <laughs> Lyrics. <laughs> Lyrics. Anyway, but DJ Paul, partner to Juicy J, one of the founders of 365, you celebrates her birthday today. So shout out to him. And we also want to shout out a friend and of the podcast, friend in real life, um, you know, lover in Brian's mind, Miss mm-hmm. Issa Ray. 
Oh, yes. Issa Rae. Her birthday is today. So shout out to Issa. Um, although she killed us softly with the ending of Insecure. We still love her and all that mm-hmm. she's done for culture and all that she's done for society. So shout out to Sis. Um, speaking of monumental milestones, birthdays mm-hmm. of sorts, these are founding days. Yes. Everybody knows that I am a member of the illustrious fraternity, mm-hmm. Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, the best fraternity on this side of heaven. Jesus was a Kappa because Crimson is what represents salvation. Ooh. And we had to come after those monkeys of 1906 and come save the day. And that's how <laughs> I know the Lord is a Kappa. But <laughs> I say that to say, January is divine well, not divine nine month, but a lot of us were founded right here in January. We all share mm-hmm. this day. So I just recently celebrated a Founders Day on January 5th with all of my brothers, Cap Avasai, yo to the good noobs. Um, January 9th, the the men Phi Beta Sigma um, is coming up <laughs> as you listen to this. To, <laughs> um, as you listen to this, the day this podcast airs will be um, the day for the Reds, all the lovely Reds, the lovely women of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. January 15th will be the, the oh so pretty women of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Shout out to our wives, Lauren and Asha. And then the, the, the finer women of, of Zeta Phi Beta <laughs> Sorority Incorporated will be uh, celebrating their Founders Day on January 16th. So shout out to all all of y'all um, who have been doing great things for hundreds of years um, collectively. And we just, you know, recognize the incredible work that um, black Greek led organizations have done in the United States. Um, I, I usually save this for the end, Brian, but I just I couldn't, you know, it's, 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 it's been a long time. Okay. I shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. Here's the step beat. Two. They don't last long when mm-hmm. we get to the point. That's it. We know you love it because it's every fan's favorite joint. These are Josh Rogers athletic abbreviations. <laughs> In this inaugural <laughs> installment of Josh Rogers athletic abbreviations, let's talk about some black foolishness that consistently happens in the mm-hmm. NF and the AL. And that is the blackness of Antonio Brown. Now, he is always with the shenanigans, doing mm-hmm. the crazy stuff, saying stuff. I, he probably believes the earth is flat. Okay. But yes. he, he, he comes to me as like one of those. He's an anti-vaxxer. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so much so that he faked his vaccination card just to sure continue did. to play. But most recently, he um, you know, had a little tiff with the coaching staff and the administration of the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Is that, you mm-hmm. know, it's Tom Brady's new team. Right. And, you know, the middle of the game, Okay. Mm-hmm. Had a temper tantrum, likened mm-hmm. unto that, you know, a toddler would have. Mm-hmm. Took his jersey off. Sure did. Walked across the waved at the fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and proceeded to leave the game as if there were <laughs> going to be no consequences. And then allegedly uh-huh. asked <clears throat> a security guard in the back to take him to the airport. <laughs> 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 then got on Cicely Tyson's internet mm-hmm. and decided to post, um, um, created mm-hmm. text messages. How sure do you screenshot a text message when you just starting a new message? <laughs> right. And then the Buccaneers came out with their own version of the text messages and what had happened. And people that like, well, mm-hmm. somebody lied. It's a, Antonio somebody. is a documented liar. <laughs> he, he, he forged a vaccination card. Now sure I'm did. always on the side of the blacks, mm-hmm. but all 
the evidence <laughs> is pointing to Mr. Brown. Now, oh yeah, on on one side of the coin, Brian, you know we're praying for Brian because I really believe that yeah. man is suffering with some he real is. mental health issues. Definitely, definitely. But when you ignore said issues mm-hmm. and don't get no kind of help because you think everything is okay. Right, you know, you kind of leave people in a place of no longer having a whole whole lot of empathy for you, right? Um, because you're kind of willfully at this point you know, ignoring what's going on, and hopefully, someone somewhere has spoken to him um, about the help that he could possibly need. And I just, I just hope that the brother doesn't spiral out of control so yeah. much so. I mean, because he's spiraling, but spiraling. so much so, right? So much so that he, you know, we we lose a life. Mm-hmm. Or something, you know, something else tragic happened. So, um, prayers up and all specialness to definitely Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Georgia was finally on God's mind. Look at him because they won a championship. They couldn't win a Super Bowl. Mm-mm. They couldn't. Oh, wait a minute! They won a World Series. Let they me sure tell, did. Let me let me tell you what happens. Let me see what happens. Georgia went blue, mm-hmm. and these teams to start winning. God said, "When well, you do right by me." That was the old saints said. You do right by God, he'll do right by you. And God and he and, he, and they and the old saints proved it to be true. They did it right Look by God. Him. They sure did. And he did it right by them. They beat the dynasty of the crimson, um, the crimson tide, the roll tide, the the mm-hmm. elephants, and all that kind of stuff. Brian, yes, sir. Can I ask you a question? Because okay. as much as I am a sports aficionado, mm-hmm. there's a few things that still baffle me. Okay, go for it. Now they say roll tide because it's the mm-hmm. crimson tide. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a red elephant? Uh, I have not. Okay. <laughs> so I why is understand. it a crimson tide? Wouldn't the tide be kind of gray and dusty like in Lion King? I, 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 I Shouldn't it be like a the... sandbag tide? Many God. I, I think the crimson is just the football team. They wear the crimson and that's like the tide. Like they rolling down like the, the thunder or I don't know. I don't know. Okay, they won the NCAA <laughs> national championship. So shout out to Georgia. People are excited. They beat Bama, um, and I guess that's a that's something of note and worthy because Bama's a dynasty, correct? Yeah, definitely. That was uh, Georgia was the underdog. Alabama is, is wins all the championships. They're always in the national championship for the most part, for sure. Um, so it's a big thing. Shout out to Lauren, who is a Georgia Bulldog. She's getting her PhD. Uh, or that PhD or EDD, her doctorate degree this mm-hmm. year at UGA. So shouts out to her. Shouts um, out. She just wins. She just wins. Roof, roof. You said to- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you said the underdog because there's mm-hmm. another little chihuahua that's been barking uh-huh. from Bill Street. <laughs> oh, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> and they are the Memphis Grizzlies. But before, before mm-hmm. Brian, I give you what I want to tell you about the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. Let me tell you what uh one of our one of our our co-hosts, um, our co Josh Rogers athletic abbreviation host has to say about the fan. He's a Lakers fan. Okay. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's let's just he gave us a moment of his disappointment last year, but mm-hmm. he brought it back on in in 2022. Let's let's hear. Oh. Let's see, let's um Bubba, we're giving it to you. Austin Reed, the great white host, trash. Bitch, you ain't got it. 
Stanley Johnson, Tran, Dwight Howard, aka want to be Superman. Never that. That's the big teaser. Tran. I'm convinced y'all like getting y'all motherfucking ass beat. Anthony Davis in the background, smiling and teasing. Trans. Troy Trans. Shaq. Somebody call Ron Polinka and get this shit fixed in LA. <laughs> and that's all I got for Josh Rogers. He he summed up the Grizzlies have won ten games straight. Those boys Trey. are not to be played with. John, uh, as as Bubba would say, John Moran and, and company <laughs> is doing his thing. Um, the unicorn himself, Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, Memphis. My dad has always. I'm gonna tell y'all this. Mm-hmm. Y'all do know Josh Rogers' athletic vibrations is is a parody. Mm-hmm. But where I get all of my real when I was in high school, I'm gonna give you this story, bro. Okay, tell I the used story. to try to be cool. Talk sports with the guys. I would I would listen very intently to my father mm-hmm. <laughs> and his sports commentary and take that same stuff back to school. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say it allowed me to learn the game a little bit more right. without being fully invested. I say all that to say my dad mm-hmm. has always said Memphis is solid. They need a shooter. Mm-hmm. And man, did they not get one in Desmond Bain. That boy has yeah, been consistent. He is like ranked number two or three and three points made in the NBA this season. Um, and they so they all the moving parts have been like great. And even in the last 10 games, they've had like at one point up to eight players out for COVID protocols. Mm-hmm. Um Coach Jenkins relies on his bench pretty mm-hmm. heavily. Like he yep. he does a lot of rotation. So like those mm-hmm. eight players being out. Uh, was significant. Ja was out a few of those games that they won. So they've been like really clicking on all cylinders. And I'm going to give this prediction. Okay. In the year of, in the era of um, Hubie Brown, the Grizzlies made it to the Western Conference Finals. Okay. If they make it to the Western Conference Finals this year, I believe the only team that's going to really just destroy them will be the Golden State Warriors if they make it that way. Because I think a, a playoff, a playoff Steph is going to be a different Steph. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, them boys ain't gonna be no first round exit. It ain't happening. Um, we oh, gonna yeah. see them. We gonna see them go a little deeper in the playoffs. I don't know how far. I'll give my official prediction when when all of that is set up and all the teams and the schedules are set. Um, but for now, I'm predicting them boys are going to the Warriors Conference Finals. Yeah, they look good. They look legit. Like they literally they they destroyed the Lakers twice within like a month. Yeah, and I like, think this in the series there where they were like. Three and one in the four games they played against each other. Yeah, it's it's been it hasn't even really been close. And in, and and even they just they didn't destroy the Warriors last the, the most recent time. Um, but they like they held their own. And this is a full um, other than James Wiseman. But this is a full Golden State team that the that the Grizzlies. Draymond beat. was out this game too, right? Was he? Out? Oh yeah, he was out. He I was mean, out. but they still, but like they, but the Warriors have been killing without Draymond, and Clay came back. Yeah, yeah. So it's not so it's not like they were shorthanded, mm-hmm. um, but I think the, when it comes to the Grizzlies, and I think what most teams need to understand is, and the ones that do well, is Grizzlies know that Ja Morant is the star. Mm-hmm. The rest of y'all niggas are not stars. So I think Jaron Jackson is probably like the second best player, but they understand their roles and they play within their roles and they mm-hmm. play within a certain level of like 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 there's nothing to lose. You know what I'm right. saying? They're, they're, they're fearless. Um, did you see that off the board thing Ja did? I saw him catch Ali. You also <laughs> all helped did the block that he yeah, grabbed the ball off the board with hands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like who John is this Morant. Kid? <laughs> right. If you're in Memphis right now, like you should buy season tickets. 
Like, and I was, I think I was talking to our friend Chris, Chris Moore, uh, friends of the podcast for the real life, who lives in Memphis. Um, like I was saying, like, Trey Young is like Atlanta's like star, mm-hmm. but he's not, he's not John Morant. Yeah, he's, he's not, not as electric box as office. Yeah, nah. He's not gonna be dunking and stuff like that. So if I lived in Memphis, oh, season tickets would be my portion. At Atlanta, Trey Young is not that guy. But in Memphis, you get a chance to see John Morant every night. Like that's that's a ticket. And I think once once LeBron's gone, once Steph Curry's like gone and KD and them, it's gonna be John Morant's league. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's gonna it's gonna he's gonna be the premier face of the NBA. Um, and I'm I'm looking forward to that. I like I like John Morant. So I've already told my dad that I'm pulling up for a playoff game. So Brian. Let's let's go. Let's get these. Right, t- and, and if they play versus the Lakers, that's definitely gonna be a trip. Yeah, let's let's yeah, let's get these um cheap um Southwest tickets. Yeah. Let's go down there and let's 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 do this. So that let's concludes Josh mm-hmm. Rogers athletic abbreviations. Back to the other mess that okay. happened during the break. Now, this is a little more sad. This should have been on the rest up because mm-hmm. insecure is officially oh, yeah. over. It is. Oh, my God. Now, we was gone when the last episode ended because it aired the day after Christmas. It I'm just going to throw it to you, Brian. Thoughts on the final season, thoughts on the series. Have you Before you do that, have you watched the documentary? I have. Okay, so you've I seen it all. It. So give I me your it. thoughts. I watched it to be prepared for this. Um, Insecure is one of the greatest shows of all time. Yes. For sure, without it's, a doubt. Yeah, it's in my top five. I would probably say, and don't kill me for this. This it was the it's the greatest black show of all time. Mm. Like in my opinion, like that I like Breaking lofty. Bad. I like I like Grey's Anatomy. Not Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Breaking Bad. I like Game of Thrones. Um, but in terms of like what we consider a great black show, The Cosby Show, Martin, uh, uh, what's the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Yeah. Even though, in, and I think we talked about this before, Insecure doesn't have like the quotables, but in terms of just writing and character development and like vibe and soundtrack, cinematography, yeah, um, the behind the scenes stuff, like you know, the intentionality in having black or writers or or minority writers and minority folks. Um, on staff and being adamant and filming in the certain locations and neighborhoods and empowering certain people and pulling, you know, um, your hairstylist and your makeup artist from other black shows and using them. You know what I'm saying? Like the intentionality of Issa Rae on a lot of stuff. Like to me, you know, watching the documentary puts me, put, I already loved Issa Rae. People already know that. Yeah, we know. Um, we know. But I, it put her in another level of just like, like Issa, like you are a gem to the world. And I'm grateful that she's in our generation. I'm grateful that she um, just did what she did and, and really created something that we can see for years to come. We can mirror it. It's not going to age. Mm-hmm. It's not going to age. Like in terms it's of. It's going to be gonna relevant be, for a while. Yeah. It's it's classic. It's a classic show. Yeah. um, She ended it well. You know what I'm saying? Um, she knew her fans. She tied up them loose ends. And I think we said on the last time we were on here, like we said, how is she gonna tie up all these loose it ends? It felt like it was so much left to be tied. And her tail tied every single a Christmas bow loose end. Like mm. not an end was loosed. 
uh, loose. Um, so kudos to her. Kudos to the documentary. Tighter than cry, a virgin's vagina, nigga. <laughs> if you want to, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Uh, I don't know where we go with that. Um, yeah, if you want to see, if you want to cry, mm. watch the documentary. Oh yeah, because everybody watch was the crying. Everyone was crying. Can I? Can we talk about for a second? Mm-hmm. How low key I feel like James uh, J. Ellis low key mm-hmm. has a thing for Issa Rae, bro. They, their their chemistry and the and like his his like speech and stuff during the documentary. I said. Man, the God probably was salty at that wedding. Bro, like, he was, the way he was, like, really, I'm not saying it goes both ways, but the, when they were, like, hugging each other and, like, lingering and looking into each other's eyes. and Off putting, camera. Bro, I was like, if they didn't have a thing at some point, I don't know, but it was definitely, like, a I could see him having a thing. He was crying, boohooing. How he's gonna miss Issa and like not seeing her every day and all that kind of stuff and. But would you know on this podcast we've talked about the maturity of having platonic male and female mm-hmm. friends. So I mean, if that's yeah. your real friend and you know, I get while it. friendship is an ending, like this part, this part of your career, this togetherness, because it's different, right? When you right. see somebody every day for five, six yeah, years, consistency, yeah, yeah, and now you can't, and then they're both celebrities. So, like, now right. you have to fight with, because, like, Issa Rae's schedule was tight, but Yvonne and them didn't have to really compete because they always, mm-hmm. not only did they had their personal time, but they saw, you know, if they were at work together right. for six years at a time. Mm-hmm. And that part of it is gone. So now, kind of like in Molly's wedding speech, I don't know where life is going to take us, but as long as you're in my life, I'm going to be okay. Oh, my that God. Was that was a line. Um, but I think that was, and I think, oh, Princess Penny said that, he told Yvonne to go off script and like Yvonne talked to Issa Ray as opposed to Molly talking to Issa D. So mm-hmm. I really feel like she was talking in the like just kind of speaking to what I'm speaking to now. Like, I don't know where life is gonna take us because we both have to do our own separate things now. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're with me, I'm gonna be good. And I think just that sentiment of like consistency. I think me and you've talked about it on the podcast before. Like right. me and you have always been really close friends, best friends. But I think something mm-hmm. about working together weekly yep. has brought yep. us to, you know, made it closer. And if this podcast ever ended for whatever reason, I think it'd be like, you know, it'll be tears because it's you know, the end of an era. But also, like, right. you know, you know, I'm gonna miss my brother. Why I can hand just call him and text him. Like, right. There's just you know spaces and times where we talk because you know, we have more opportunity to do so. Um, yeah. But I agree with everything you said around insecure. Y'all know how much we love this show. Oh, love it. On the podcast. Um, I won't go as far as to say I think it's the best black show of all time, but it definitely topped my crack. Um, it cracked my top five, and it is not number five. What's your what's um, your best black show? Uh, Living Single? That Living it Single, for sure. It's, I think okay. there, there's, it's going to take a strong something to knock that thing off the top. Okay. okay. Uh, and I'm just going to be honest. I'm just Living Single with how many seasons? Five. Five? Okay. Yeah, I'm that level of a stand. It's going to... and it's And it was longer than insecure because it was like 20 some episodes per season so Mm -hmm. um but anyway that's just me but i will (laughs) say insecure probably because i know i think in a past episode i said my top five and you can rehash yours now i really want to hear yours now that you said it's number one Mm -hmm. um i usually go living single different world one and two Mm -hmm. um i vacillate between uh, Fresh Prince and Martin and then that that fifth spot was always a mixture between girlfriends um 
it could have been good times depending on the mood because mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. fell in love with that as a teen. Um, it could have been the Cosby show as a show. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, so that could have been it. But I think I would go living single, mm-hmm. insecure, mm-hmm. different world. M- Martin, Fresh Prince, girlfriends. Yeah. If you okay, ask me so today. I, yeah, yeah. So I think same thing. Like I would play insecure number one. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I can I can see more of myself in the insecure. Oh yeah, for sure. For um, sure. Cosby Show too because it was just groundbreaking. Like Cosby Show number two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Li- ooh, I don't know. The, the 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 last three is kind of like a toss up. Mm-hmm. Fresh Prince. Different world, living single, and, and Martin, then Martin is like number six, like honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Um, but then even the but the brother um, from um, Black and Bold was like Martin had way more quotables, which is so true. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can think in terms of relevancy in my life, what I can see myself in, even though I, I you know, I can see myself more in the Fresh Prince. It was more quotables, but Fresh Prince was just a better show. And I I think we got to be honest about that. Right. And I think in in, in realistic, you know, even though there's some far-fetched stuff on on Fresh Prince, I think it was a little more realistic, a little more Mm -hmm. reality-based, a little more wholesome in terms of, like, messaging and Mm -hmm. um, I want to say less toxic. Let's say that. You know, for um, me, it wasn't. It's not even about the toxicity. It's just an all-around better show. It was better produced. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't as funny, but that's not why I enjoy Fresh Prince. Right. Um, Fresh Prince gave me drama. I don't think Martin ever gave you any drama. Outside of like when the few moments where him and Gina had issues and he got serious mm-hmm. for half a second, like when he did the fake proposal or the, mm-hmm. uh, not the fake proposal, the, you know, the like, oh, fine, will you marry me? You know what I'm saying? I think that was a mm-hmm. real thing because women, you know, be wanting it. And some, I, there are men that are probably proposed out of just, they feel like they had to. Um, right. So I, th- I, was, I think outside mm-hmm. of those moments, but I would, yeah, I think the difference between Martin and maybe that was Martin's beauty, right? So many other shows were dealing with the times because you had mm-hmm. different world who, you know, infused all type of things in their show. You had yep. Cosby, you know, who dealt with stuff. You had Fresh Prince and even living single to a point like they dealt with. Um, I was just having this conversation about how it was groundbreaking in the sense. And again, I give you all the credit in saying that. Golden Girls was the blueprint. But I think in terms of what we see today, particularly in black TV shows, it wouldn't exist without a living single. And that's why I think mm-hmm. living single will be before Insecure for me, because you think about the way they dealt with the, 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 um, the episode where Max's best friend was a lesbian. Like they mm-hmm. were talking that about that and dealing with that in the 90s. Too. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. the, the the way that Max just had agency over her body and mm-hmm. was running through me. And I've just watched the episode when her and Kyle broke up for the first time. And Kyle asked her, girl, what do you care about? She said, my job, my family, food, and good sex. Like, <laughs> and that was it. And but but a woman of like who could speak in that early, early candidly 90s. about sex in the 90s, because insecure, mm-hmm. I mean, living single ended in 98. Yeah. Um, 
and that was so five years. They was on from ninety three. So you talking about the early to late nineties? Like yeah. this woman is very vocal about sex and what she wants. Right. She's talked about toys before and whips and g strings that she uses mm-hmm. on other men. I said she she told one dude, "I got a g string in the drawer," which means that she washes it <laughs> and lets random niggas put it on. Like you know, said so this woman, you know, and then Khadijah being a boss and a CEO and yeah. you know being a a full figure woman, but still a mm-hmm. sex symbol because she had you know she like. All these different types of things. Um, so they dealt with a lot of cultural issues as well. And the, like the hair episode with Kyle. Anyway, I won't go down that mm-hmm. road. But I think Martin was the anomaly. And maybe, again, that's the beauty of it. Because mm-hmm. they didn't, maybe they didn't feel like they had to. They could just right. be relief. They could right. just be comedic relief. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And I think so many times, just like black people, we just need it. Sometimes we mm-hmm. don't want to hear about suicide and right. racism. We just want to laugh at the fake dog and doing interrogation scene. We want to laugh <laughs> at Martin and Pam fighting that, you know, that puppy in the Listen, in Chilligan's Island. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I enjoy Martin though. I enjoy Martin. Yeah. Anytime uh, it's on, I'm not changing the channel. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I can just Martin can be on and I'm gonna laugh. And Hustle Man is definitely one of my favorite characters. Uh, speaking of Fresh Prince, though. Okay. And it's, do you have any other thoughts about Insecure? No, I think you encapsulated a lot, and I said what I needed to say. We're going to miss it. And the last thing I will say is that I'm probably, at some this summer, I'm probably going to binge it um, season one to season five. Okay. I, I, that sounds like a plan. Um, <laughs> but speaking of, of Fresh Prince and stuff like that, uh, what are you... What other shows are you watching? I know I saw recently that there's the new Fresh Prince reboot is coming out. Like mm-hmm. Bel Air, Bel Air. So in terms of what I'm already watching, I'm watching the whole Power Universe series. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Tommy Show is coming out in February. I'm looking forward to um, that. Um, Ghost came back out. I'm looking for a Black Mafia family to come back. Um, um, this is us, and you know. Wow, this is some of these other shows aren't as iconic, but this is us is ending. So I'm watching that final season. Blackish yeah. is ending. You're so I'm watching, watching that, that final yeah. season. So it's like quite a few things that is going to be replaced. What I'm watching right now is Abbott Elementary. Yes. Good job. Really great good so job. far. Um Grand Crew. Not great, but not bad. I haven't watched that yet. Um, you should watch it. It's interesting. It is a it is a very different perspective of black life. Okay, and that's what I like about it. Okay, uh, specifically around friend groups. Um, okay, so it's like three men and a woman, and it's they're they're like they're not. I don't think I'm not gonna say they represent a because we all know blackness is a monolith, but I don't want to say they represent a perspective of blackness we've never seen. But mm-hmm. I will say they represent a perspective of blackness that is not commonly shown. Okay, on television, and that's not to say that we always see stereotypes. But like okay. they're not even the, they're not the insecure crew, they're not mm-hmm. any of the '90s crew, they're not even the blackish crew. They are very specific, young, like black millennials, and I, and it's that's Got the it. refreshing part of it, mm-hmm. even though it isn't like groundbreaking and amazing. I, I think Got that's it. what I enjoy. Um, I am going to give Bel Air a try. Okay, I need to get Peacock, um, so that I can do that, and um. If there's anything else new, I'm not sure. Um, but I will say this, and I'm going to throw it to you. Abbott Elementary reminds me of The Office with black mm-hmm. people, but set up in a school instead of a, a like a corporate office. Yeah. like It's, a, it's like the exact same <clears throat> formula. 
Um, and yeah. it's, I, I like Quinta Brunson too. I like her her comedy. So, um, I've, and I love Cheryl Lee Ralph's character. Oh my god! Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love her character. Maybe that's a church boy in me, but that thing blesses me so much. Yeah, she's a uh, Abbott <laughs> Elementary is a, is a good one. Yeah, um, I think hopefully it stays around. Predominantly black cast. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, all the shows you're watching, I'm pretty much watching. Um, I'm look. I'm, I think I'm gonna give Fresh Prince a try or or Bel Air a try. Uh, Uncle Phil's to, an alpha, uh, right? Really? In the well, okay. in the show, in the new reboot, I feel like that's I saw cool. that in the trailer. That's cool. That's good to know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying, like in terms of like them actually incorporating, yeah, representation, like grief life, like because mm. in the TV show they 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 went to, they delved in, in the original, they went into they black Greek life or just Greek life in general. They did, but they didn't. It wasn't specific to, it wasn't a real, it wasn't a real organization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Uncle Phil was any. I don't remember him being in any organizations. Uh, but I'm watching all those shows, looking forward to it. Um, I'm excited about it. Yeah, for sure. I think I don't again, I don't know that I'm looking for anything to replace Insecure, but I am excited about um what's what's in the pipeline. Did you watch Harlem? Are you watch Harlem yet? Oh, I did watch Harlem. I watched all ten episodes. It is really good. I have feelings yeah. about the um the character, I forget her name, but she's the singer. Um, the kind of again, she has agency over her body. She's very sexually exploring uh, explorative. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I don't have anything against that. I feel like it's something about her character seems forced. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I don't, I'm not a huge fan of that character. Um, but I like the show with, and and this is the ironic part about it. Mm-hmm. I was disinterested with Megan Good being the lead of anything. Cause mm-hmm. she's not like an actress. <laughs> um, she puts me in, like she's to me, like the, the woman, Michael B. Jordan. Mm, attractive gotcha. like can act but right. ain't nobody really i mean well michael b jordan's getting a lot of burn but but ain't nobody like ain't no, like he ain't he ain't put on no performances exactly and like he and he's had some great roles like i heard yeah. the journal for jordan thing you know the denzel washington produced i heard he done my dad likes him a lot in creed and stuff like that in fruitvale station good creed, yeah. but like good one. Yeah, yeah i mean and i don't say like he can act but there are also moments where he's not like Black Panther, he was right. he he was Killmonger, but it was not like it he was, was a Killmonger, but but he was he was Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> yes, like, I I don't think I've ever seen a, a a role of his where it's like I see the character more than I see Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. like Chadwick Boseman, you would see Chadwick the Boseman was the Black Panther. Yeah, he was he was freaking James Brown. He was even though uh, Marshall. Is is light skinned Thurgood Marshall? He was Thurgood. He Marshall. was Thurgood Marshall. He was Jackie he Robinson. Was Jackie Robinson. Like he did his thing. And don't for, um, let's not forget the Netflix joint about um the blues singer. Oh, killed it. Um, Body. I, know what you're talking about. He, I cannot yeah, he, think of it. Body. Um, something it. blue. No, what is the name? Um, shoot, it was August Wilson play. Was it? Mm-hmm. I can't think of it either. But I, I mean, he that was that was a role that man did that. But anyway. Yeah, I'm not looking for, and that, so that was kind of like my shock and surprise that I liked Harlem so much because I just I'm not a, the hugest fans of um, Megan Good's work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think she does okay, but I'm not the hugest fan of that. Anyway, speaking of new things that are coming, the Rona 
has multiplied itself again. Oh my gosh. Um, so allegedly down there in California, a <laughs> person has been diagnosed with flu rona because mm-hmm. they had the coronavirus and the flu at the same time. My God. How is it possible? <laughs> how are you I, I, I don't I, I don't know because I feel like and then how did they detect it because the symptoms are so <laughs> similar right. like the, and I'm, I'm gonna guess the test came positive for flu mm-hmm. and corona I guess that's what it was we, we gotta be safe out here because I'm telling you uh, Mariana's out here touching everybody Dum, 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 touch. Touch. he's doing it to everybody mm-hmm. and you know and then we got Delta Cron that's mm-hmm. coming a new a new it's a, like an alumni chapter of uh <laughs> of COVID, <laughs> so it's the Delta and the Omicron, and it's just mm. out here. And y'all, people, black people specifically, because that's who listens to this show, y'all be safe. Mm-hmm. Wear your mask, wash your hands, mm-hmm. get tested often. Yeah, definitely. That's all. That's I mean, that's really all we can say. That's all you can do. Yeah, put your hygiene up. Take your vitamins. I'm not gonna tell you to do sea moss and all that kind of stuff, but take your vitamin C's, the stuff that we know, vitamin C's, mm. the zinc, all that kind of stuff. Um, get they you know get some kind of activity you know live a healthier life. I will say that if you haven't, and not just for vanity's sake, but just so that our immune systems and bodies can be functioning at a more optimal level. Um, right. because I mean that's really all we can do. That's I mean it's really all we can do. Like it's it's literally all we can do is kind of do the things that we know we're supposed to be doing to keep our bodies at a more optimal level. So if you don't work out, I'm not telling you to go run 50 miles or do a thousand pushes. I'm just saying. You might want to start doing some type of activity to keep that body going. Take your vitamins, keep your hygiene up, um, test often, and wear your mask. Like, because mm-hmm. it's serious out here, y'all. It is yep. serious out here. People ain't dying like they have been when it first happened. I think those numbers have decreased, but the number of people infected right. has drastically increased. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and it's just sad because like it stopped like it stopped my Christmas, and I'm sure it's stopping a lot of people's travel and gatherings. I'm sure people were planning for gatherings and all kind of stuff um, in 2022, and people still going. And that's the other thing: people ain't finna stop doing what they doing. No, they still going out. They still smoking the hooks. They still taking the shots. They still going to parties. These these festivals ain't been canceled. There's a few things that have been canceled, but the big stuff ain't been canceled. So. Be safe out there, y'all. Um, black people, we got another win. Mm-hmm. We didn't get Harry Tubman on the 20, we but we got Maya Angelou on the quarter. <laughs> and, <laughs> and still she rose. And she rose from, like a rose out of concrete. She rose up and put on the chip. Listen, if you ever want to get some 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 chips from the candy lady, give her my Maya Angelou quarter. If you ever want to get you a condom at the gas station in Buttsville, Alabama, <laughs> give her my Angelou quarter. If you are at the vending machine and you just want you a few chips and a Coke and a cold pop, use your <laughs> You, Maya Angelo quarters. If you want a 25 cent pack of Nihilators at the Hood Grocery Store on yeah. Bankhead, use your Maya Angelo quarter. We are excited about the woman of God being on a quarter. Still rise. Uh, she was the most random character in the Tyler Perry movie. Like Tyler Perry just be pulling random old black people and throwing them and stuff Don't together. <laughs> The ancestor. The, I mean, literally. I mean, if he could probably do a holograph of Harriet Tubman, she would be sitting in one of the movies. I am absolutely sure of it. Sharp um, shoulders. 
But that is but shout out. We we've 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 come far. We're no longer just on stamps, we're on money now. So shout, shout out to uh to the uh Nash wasn't she a national poet laureate? I'm sure she was. I think so. Um mm-hmm. yeah, shout out to her. Shout out to Maya Angelo. Breast up to Maya Angelo. Um yeah. for someone definitely not as significant and has much less value in terms of that kind of notoriety, Diddy. Sean Combs, Puff Love, <laughs> whatever his name is, he's bringing back Sean Jean. Um oh my God. I didn't I didn't know that Sean John ever left because in the Macy's it was still there, but assumingly allegedly <laughs> he didn't own it anymore so he repurchased mm-hmm. it and for a whopping 7.5 million dollars that lets you what know that man. it wasn't worth it was probably worth just as much as wrangler jeans but <laughs> it is back brian are you going to get you a sean john shirt with the sean john written in cursive it's written in cursive brother it is it's 2022 not 2002 you're not 2002. wearing sean john 2002 sean john was popping yeah i wore sean john yeah, tw- yeah, I had Sean John stuff, but 2022, mm-hmm. who's wearing Sean John? Yeah, I mean, he, he had suits and he had like shoes, he had all kind of stuff. If I if I see with Sean John, I'm getting me an Aniche shirt and we, we just, <laughs> a Pele Pele, a Pele uh, Pele, and some and some, and some Echo. Listen, and some the girls wear their, jeans. Right, them girls wearing a baby fat uh, velour sweatsuits. I, I put bottom jeans and the boots with the fur. <laughs> Bring back velour. Let's do that. Be wearing sweatsuits in the summer. My mama bought me and my two sisters matching Mecca brown velour suits for Christmas. Wow, Mecca? Mecca. Wow, yes. Mecca was a brand, though. Mecca was a brand. We them chose a brand, bro. And I had like the um, the white and brown shell toe Adidas with Ooh. that joint. But it was all white with the brown stripes. The brown oh, stripes. Because you know, the That's shell toes fire. came back for a while. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, and man, I'm that sure was, that, that sweatsuit was big. It was large. You tell me, you hear me? You hear me? I probably had like extra large. It definitely was probably a kid's a kid's extra large. It wasn't a man's extra large because I wanted my clothes to be huge. Crazy. Um just cra- crazy. The two thousands was it's likened until the eighties. We don't know what, time what we were doing. We were just out here living. Out here. <laughs> just living. You know what? That's interesting history, Brian. Think about it. The seventies was a time. Time. Like, you know, culture, black pride, and then mm-hmm. the 80s. 80s. And then the 90s come, right? A resurgence Great of stuff. black pride and fashion <clears throat> and music. And then Ooh. the 2000s. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. we got the 2010s that was kind of meh. And now we're Ooh. in the 20s and it's kind of, I don't know. It's like the roaring 20s. I'm Roar sure 20s. people finna start making moonshine in their tubs again. Listen, um, let's do it. Hookah has Drinking. taken over the world. That's, maybe yep. that's the moonshine of the of the of 2020s. Dude, are we part? If, it, if it's the roaring twenties, let's party. Let's let's have a good time. Party, party, then, party! Like a nigga just got out of jail. That's what mm. Gucci Mane said. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever partied with somebody just got out of jail? I haven't, but I imagine mm. it is a good time. Oh, I imagine. I imagine that's the ex Bobby Schmurda. Um. <laughs> anyway, speaking of people who make music, people, the music people are putting CDs back out, and the sales have been up, Brian, for the first time since 2004. Now, I have a two. I'm fortunate enough to have a you know. I'm a little bird, and I'm a mm-hmm. bird because I own a Nissan Altima. You know, it's a certain kind of person who owns a Nissan Altima, <laughs> and I feel like, you know, maybe I'm that kind of person. But right. in my 2020 Nissan Altima, mm-hmm. I can't say that I don't have a CD player, but I haven't noticed it. <laughs> Do you have a, a CD player in your car? I have one. Okay. I have a CD player in my car. In my, it's a 2015 okay. car. There's a CD player in there. 
I don't think I've used it because I have Bluetooth and I have the the iPod the hookup. Oxcore thing, yeah. Oxcore. Um, I haven't used it, but I, I heard that they said that I, this and this makes us feel old. Like the younger generation has like found their parents' CDs, mm. and to them, that's kind of like vinyl. Uh, I can see that though. So they're like, "Oh man, like the CD player thing is like vintage." Let me let me go I mean, buy who, CDs. Because who making boomboxes and like stereo systems and stuff? Right, bro. Did it's you ever? So- I had a five disc changer in my room. Oh yeah, you? okay. <laughs> I have one. My, my mom, my mom would buy one, and then she would like gift us like her hand me down mm-hmm. joint. Having what, a five disc CD changer is like, bro. You the what, man. What Chris, my mama got me because Rashawn and Jessica share room, so she got both of us one. Mm-hmm. And me and Rashawn used to like see who had the better music and out blast each other, <laughs> bro. So I load that thing up, it would be like just move that thing over. Yeah, you, you put your best five CDs in there oh and shuffle. God. Oh my god, that that was a a, that was time to be alive. T- I might ooh. When we get this new house, I'm speaking. I'm buying me. I'm buying me a five disc. Um, I'm buying me a five disc CD player. I'm gonna find my CDs. <laughs> I'm gonna find my CDs. Um, speaking like taking it to you know from a, a little less jovial and inserting a moment where we can you know really talk about justice and equity here mm-hmm. for a moment. Justice has been served in some capacity. Um, mm-hmm. Kim P- P- um, Potter was found guilty. Uh, the former police officer who was um, who murdered um, Dante Wright was, she was found guilty of first degree murder and manslaughter for that killing. Um, and you know, that female dog was smiling in her mugshot. Um, she what had she? no, she had no compassion and I have mm-hmm. no, so when they, when, when she is in there fighting for her virginity, like Martha Stewart was in jail, <laughs> I have no compassion. I have None. no compassion. Them, them, them bull daggers are going to run up on her, pin her Get to her. that, that moldy tile in that jail and mm-hmm. they going to give her all kinds of rug burn. And that's what she get for smiling mm-hmm. in that photo. Okay. Mm-hmm. She she's probably gonna be in there giving oral sex with her mouth to the other <laughs> women in the jail. Um, <laughs> um, and also speaking of justice, Travis McMichael, Gregory McMichael, and William Bryan Jr. were also found guilty for the killing of Amar um, Arbery. And we just um, saw that they were all sentenced to life. Um, mm-hmm. I think Travis and Gregory without parole, and William with mm-hmm. opportunity for parole, but he will serve. So many years that by the time he's probably up on parole, he'll likely yeah. be dead. Right. So, um, shout out to the justice system yeah. working finally, yeah. partially. Yeah. Uh, we're not gonna get our hopes all the way up because Kyle Rittenhouse cried, put on a Oscar-winning performance, didn't he? To get out of him along with the the man who was he was sucking titties on the judge, um, being breastfed literally <laughs> from the stand, um, to get right. out of that, and then going on this mm-hmm. tour. And allegedly says he don't even like LeBron James no more because LeBron James talked negatively about him. So, right. Um, so that was a time when the justice system, you know, failed us, but also gave us what we were used to, unfortunately. Uh, but right. in these two cases, the justice system did what it was supposed to do. All right. Versus. I think that's an appropriate transition because you have the Definitely. state versus these people and the musicians versus the musicians. But I'm just going to say this. I don't okay. know how you feel about it. Okay. But I wish Versus would, would close up shop. I wish Versus would do what Sears did and mm-hmm. have a liquidation sale mm-hmm. and shut it all down. Yeah, I am. T- I'm tired of the. At this point, what just make there? them concerts. I think yes. that's. The, I think that's the thing. 
You ain't got to stream them to us. You ain't got to do all that. I think if you do a concert, you do a kind of mid-sized venue, they're going to sell out. Because you you have some pretty epic people. And to see them go back and forth and give you some of your most iconic songs and stuff, that's something I would want to see in person. But mm-hmm. with the world, you know, low-key open back up, you know, even though Omarion is out here, bro, I'm not really interested in sitting in my house for three hours nah. watching y'all play song for song. No. Nah. Um, at this point, it's kind of like there's nothing else you can do. Um, like I said, unless you do like a concert format to where it's like, you have like the big names go on concert. I would I would probably do something like that. Um, I heard somebody recently was debating about like, you know, Dr. Dre and all that kind of stuff. And but it's like at this point, like, you're not gonna get in those names. You're not gonna get anybody big anymore. Like, you know, no one wants to sit in the house. It's not like it's not a thing anymore because we're not in the house. Yeah. So it's it's like a waste of time. It is Who a else co- can you give us? It's a colossal waste of time. And I think they're like that's right because everybody who's left, they're not doing it. Like these right. people are not going to do it. Um, and 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 in that regard, they they they've been rumors and talks about Jay Z. Like Jay Z ain't doing a ver- Jay Z barely talks to us in general. Right. <laughs> Let alone is gonna get on stage with anyone who's gonna do a versus. And Jay Z can be argued to be the greatest rapper of all time. all time and not mm-hmm. just because of his lyrical stylings and his i would say pen but you know allegedly the man doesn't write down stuff right. um, but not just for his lyricism like the man's catalog is pretty much unmatched yeah. and no matter what you feel about 444 his last album every 444 was solid too though definitely but everything he touches is pretty much golden. Now, is every single song he's ever recorded a hit, a banger? No. But he has so many that it's way more than 20. He got so many features. And who realistic? The only person who realistically could touch Jay-Z would be something like a Kanye West. But we're not trying to see that. Um, maybe a Drake. But I think that's still a wash, too. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but, like, people have been throwing stuff out there like, Wayne, which but I think Wayne had the crown. Brian, you said that Wayne had the crown Wayne for a minute. Crown for a little bit. Yep. Um, but I still think I still think Jay Z would come out on top. Mm-hmm. Um Atlanta people for some odd reason think Future would be a competitor. I don't know. Oh Lord help us holy And I like Future, but uh, no. Future Hendrix is not a match for Jay. No. And then Kodak Black decided to get <laughs> on Cicely Tyson's internet oh. and say that he could go toe for toe. With Jay-Z, and if he wins, he wants to become a vice president of uh, Rock Nation. And if Jay-Z wins, he's going to give him 15% of his royalties. Just give the man, just give the man 100%. Right. Because you don't even have, does Kodak Black have 10 songs? I don't know one Kodak Black song. Yeah, I don't, I he, can't, I'm sure that I know one and I like a couple, but I can't recall one off the top of my head. Yeah, you know, yeah, like know you know, have you done it? You listen to songs on the radio, listen to stuff. You might, you don't know who it is though. Like right. I feel like Kodak Black is in that category for me. Yeah, I don't. Let me see Kodak Black. Let me do a quick search. See what his top song is. Like I know, Kodak. I'm almost positive there's a Kodak Black song that I know and I like. Super um, Gremlins, the one that comes up. What is Super Gremlin? Oh, I know, I know this. I know Tunnel Vision. Yeah. None of this though. None of this is none of that is beating anything that yeah, no. um that Jay-Z has. Not um, a thing. But Brian, let me ask you this. Who 
beyond the people that I said, and maybe you agree, who do you think if, if Jay-Z said, you know what, I'm going to entertain you, you minions, for a minute, who who do you think could get on the stage with Jay-Z? Um, do you think Wayne is the right choice? I think Wayne can would at least be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if anybody has had the crown other than Wayne. And the reason why Wayne had the crown because Jay-Z was retired. Mm-hmm. Um, they both don't write. Mixtape Wayne is like almost unmatched. Yeah, that's a top tier. That's a top tier guy. Um, but other than that, I think that's the only one that makes sense. Like I can see in terms of verses, I can see Kanye and Drake. Mm-hmm. But other than just rapping, Lil Wayne's the only one I see that actually makes sense for them to go head up. And that's it. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't see anybody else other than the last 20 years that can stand even toe-to-toe with Jay-Z on the stage. Maybe, maybe Jay-Z could do like D'Angelo and just Jay-Z be Jay-Z and friends. friends. Yeah. Or maybe they could do run on the on the run versus him and Beyonce. Just give us a digital concert. I'd enjoy that. I'd, I'd enjoy that. Yeah. And speaking of Beyonce, hey, can you give us some music in 2022? Not a soundtrack. Right. Not Black is King. No, just a Beyonce uh, album. Either give us Beyonce or give us uh, or Destiny's, Destiny's Child. Child. That's all we want. That's all we want, all Queen. We want. Mama Tina already said you're working on stuff, so we know that. <laughs> give us because we haven't seen you, so that means you're in the studio somewhere. You know what somewhere. I love about Mama Tina? Mama Tina is a black mama. She be like, I don't care nothing about Beyonce private stuff. <laughs> she in the studio. She been writing. <laughs> right. She been singing stuff. I don't and, know when it's coming, but she in there. <laughs> right. And I seem like seem like Beyonce respects her mama. Like, you ain't gonna say nothing to your mama. You ain't gonna say nothing to Tina. Nope. She ain't gonna say nothing to Tina. She just lets Tina talk. <laughs> but, I bet, she but, might some, but I bet she gonna stop talking to Tina about this though. Cause, <laughs> cause Tina <laughs> giving the tea. <laughs> I feel like Tina probably live with them. Like she'd be there all the time. Oh, she definitely got a guest house on the compound. She's yeah. just walking, she's just walking up the she's just walking up the, the driveway. Right. For sure. her, and Blue, or her and Blue are best friends. Best, oh, shout out to Blue Ivy. She's 10. Bro, she's 10. Crazy. Blue Ivy just turned 10. Like her and Josh. She won some award recently. Are the same she? age, yes. Hey, Blue Ivy, my son's great. Yes. Love connection. <laughs> my son's great. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Think about it in the future. I'll send him on out to LA. You know, right. he like That's he has good. hot sauce in his bag too. Swag. Okay. <laughs> he got Negro nostrils. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Let's bring this thing in. Let's put this thing in the family. Um, <laughs> last but not least, Brian, the world is tripping about bringing Jay Z into a versus. But let me tell you something real fast. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't usually send people to hell. Okay. But Taco Bell can go to hell with these with these chicken wings that they're trying to put out here. <laughs> I why don't why? why you you haven't even mastered the taco. And you want to get out here and have a chicken wing? You haven't mastered putting ground beef in a shell, <laughs> but yet you want to put a Negro wing in some grease. You have not mastered. You took away your best item, which was mm-hmm. the Mexican pizza. But you want to <laughs> put some... Bro, I used, to, I used to, oh, that Mexican pizza had me in a chokehold, bro. You, that tostada with that ground beef and them beans with the cheese on top. You put in that little microwave, bro. That thing had a chokehold on me. You put that sauce on top, and you slice that thing up. 
I digress. Yeah. But you took away your best item. Okay. The best thing Taco Bell has is the Baja Blast. Oh, that's good. that is a drink. I think okay. it's good. That is and a if you go, to two to, if you go from two to four o'clock, it's it's like a dollar. Yep, like and it can now it's icy now. Mm-hmm. That is good. But you wanted to fry some wings and and they had the audacity mm. to have a subscription for tacos. <laughs> what wow. is that, Brian? Do you eat Taco Bell? Nah, I haven't had Taco Bell in a while. I do Del Taco, like over Taco Bell. I do Del Taco, and I haven't had that in a minute either. But bro, I haven't had Taco Bell since 2014. That's a long time. And I remember that specifically because Ashley was craving it when she was pregnant. I got it late at night. There was no Taco Bell near us. (laughs) Uh And the woman of God was throwing up for hours afterwards. And she vowed that day (laughs) to never eat Taco Bell again, and she hasn't. Um, My family still eats Taco Bell, and I just look at them. When they get it. Now, I'm going to tell you, Taco Bell used to have a chokehold on me. Now, I don't make the pizza. I used to get a nacho bell grande, no beans, extra meat, extra cheese, no sour cream. <laughs> okay. Bro, I knew I knew my order. I knew my yeah. order. <laughs> I used to get the Crunchwrap, trying The Crunchwrap and the uh, Grill Stuff Burrito. Was this like, well, the Crunchwrap was the soft taco inside of like a hard shell type of thing? It was. No, no. Okay. So, the Crunchwrap was like, and also the little gordita and the chulupa thing, whatever. Uh-huh. But the Crunchwrap was like a Mexican pizza. Mm. Um, but then they had two that are two shells, and then they put like a flour on top of that, and like wrapped it up. It was like a weird, a weird thing, but it was mm. good though. Did you have a Doritos Locos taco? I had one or two. Remember, I had yeah. a Doritos Locos taco, that. and then they did the Cool Ranch joint too. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. That's too far. You playing with God <laughs> at that point, and they playing with God again by frying this chicken. If yeah. y'all are eating. Taco Bell wings, don't you say nothing to me about no vaccine. Don't you say nothing to me about a nothing, vaccine. Not a thing. Not you a don't thing. even know what's in KFCs and they herbs and spices. But you ain't, but you eating that and not getting the vaccine. So if you go, if right. you go, go get. And let me tell you something else, Brian, since we talk about fast okay. food. Okay. I done been to four Popeyes in the Atlanta metropolitan area and ain't none of them had this new macaroni. I am sick of Popeyes Louisiana kitchen. <laughs> Bro, I okay. So I had okay. So I had okay. So I was driving from. I was on a work trip. I was driving from either South Carolina, North Carolina, whatever. And I found a I found a Popeyes in South Carolina. Okay. Um, and I I tried the the um the little popcorn chicken joint or the chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets are great. Um, and I got the macaroni. The macaroni. Okay, have you had Chick Fil A's macaroni? Yes. No. It's, no. 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 I haven't actually. I've heard Chick Fil A macaroni is is good. It's solid. Uh, but Popeye's macaroni ain't the noodle noodles taste overcooked. Mm. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it again though. Is it giving craft like in a in a put water and put in the microwave vibes? No, it's not. It's not that bad. It's at least it's at least creamy, and they at least put some. I don't know if it's a real cheese, but they put at least some real cheese in there. So it at least has that like top. Crusty kind mm. cheese thing and a couple of cheese inside, so it's cheesy. How long ago have you had KFC's macaroni? Is it better than that? I haven't had KFC. In, you said in 2014. For uh-huh. uh, I haven't had KFC probably in ten years. I don't okay. know. I can't even remember the last time I had KFC. Okay, me either. It's been a while for them too. Yeah, like if I'm of the chicken, there's Bojangles and there's Popeyes. Why would I go to KFC? You like Bojangles? I I like it better than KFC. Oh. I loathe Bojangles. Yeah. Um, go to Bojangles in either South Carolina or North Carolina. 
I'm have to go there because every time I've had in Atlanta, it has been terrible. Yeah, I'm talking about not just Georgia's nasty, not terrible. Yeah, Bojangles in, in Georgia is not a thing. Well, I had Gushers a few weeks ago. It's kind of like Raising Cane's. They only have uh, chicken tenders. When I tell you that was the best chicken tender I've eaten in my life, Brian. Guthrie's? I never heard of Guthrie's. Oh, it's one out Where's here. Where's it at? It's one out here. I don't know if there's any more, but there's one out here, and it's just like right Raising Cane's. Tenders. It's only chicken tenders. Uh, I'm going with Bro, that. Bro, that, somebody grandma was seasoning them chicken. When I tell you, that thing was seasoned to eight, and I went like at 11 when they just opened. And they mm. had some good homemade slaw, not that that store bought stuff that they repurposed. Somebody made that slaw. Mm. Brian, Allen Hare, <laughs> the whole government, chicken Guthrie's, really Guthrie's. If you're ever out here, we got to go to Guthrie's, Guthrie's and get some chicken. Um, but that wraps up another culture code. Woo! Episode, my God, Brian. Do you think the celebrities and the people are going to give us a break this year, or are they going to keep on with their shenanigans? <sighs> Hopefully, they keep on acting stupid because that, <laughs> like, that makes you know makes good content for us. It does, it does, it does. All right. So, are you looking up Guthrie's? I am. Close to me. I think the to me is like twenty some miles. Yeah. The one that's to me is not close, so it was. I think I was dropping ash off at the airport, and I went a different way, and on the way home. I stopped, and yeah. Anyway, with that being said, understood, and accepted, Brian, you ready to talk about our first edition of Black Men Self-Care? Ready. Black person. Black person self-care. self-care. Let's get into 2022. it. 2022. All right. Woo-sa. All right. Black man, well, black person self-care. We're 2022. We're going to be, you know, we move to the future. So I am my brother's keeper, sister's keepers, black person, self-care. The first one of the new years, which is where we talk about for those that are new to the podcast, we talk about what we do to take care of our black bodies and minds and spirits and all those things. So Josh, what are you doing to take care of your uh, black self? I am listening to my black person self-care playlist that I made for the puzzle pieces. <laughs> um, Great playlist. And I'm enjoying it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Speaking of hours by Mew Long or whoever her name is, Choco. Money Long. Money Long, hours and hours. I played I that on repeat for about 30 hours. minutes on my way home dun, from the trip recently. Dun, you your flowers. Yeah, it's, it's a so song. good. It's a song. It is her, so her album is good too. Good. I'm a, I said good. I was going to listen to the whole album. Um, but yeah, I'm doing that. And it's like, it's so if y'all ain't downloaded, the link is in our bio. Go to Spotify, go to iTunes. I don't have titles, so it ain't going to be on there. But I'm thinking about doing a playlist for y'all bi-monthly. Um, hmm, me and right. Brian talk about black men, black women, self-care. And, you know, sometimes we just need vibes. And I'm going to try to curate a different type of vibe every other month. Um, if, it don't come out in, if it don't come out in March, don't say nothing to me. Don't right. say nothing to me. <laughs> don't, don't come in my inbox because I will cuss you out in your in back and you probably unsubscribe from the show. I don't want that to happen. Right. Uh, but no, seriously, don't. But don't, <laughs> don't say nothing to me because I I get busy. Um, but I have been writing down songs for the Marth playlist, so I'm working on it. Um, yeah. But this one I'm gonna be. I'm just gonna vibe out because I think. Oh, Ash is going out of town again. I told y'all she's stepping into this caretaker role, so it's gonna be me and the last time it was me and Jaden. Now it's gonna be me and Josh. Okay. On MLK weekend, um, so we probably we probably gonna step out and go see Spider Man now that all the people have already seen it, so the theaters are mm-hmm. kind of empty. Good movie. Good um, movie. I heard, I heard, and I'm gonna try to dip, dip into some some community service. You know, MLK is a day on, not a day off. 
Yeah. And uh, but I am going to enjoy Sunday because my church is back virtual, so I'm just going chill Sunday. How about you, bro? Okay. Um, I what I've been doing recently, and I'm going to continue to do. It, I've been cleaning, like cleaning out, like getting rid of stuff. Clean up, woman. <laughs> um, and just to me, what what makes me, I guess, thrive or just do better mm-hmm. is like cleanliness. I can't. Oh, because it's next to godliness. Hey, Shanta. That ain't Bible um, either, by the way. It's not. It's nowhere <laughs> in, the, in the scripture. Um, but even like my office is, is clean. Kitchen is clean. Downstairs is clean. So what I've been doing recently is taking like a room in the house and not just cleaning, but like trying to get rid of stuff that doesn't need to be here or uh-huh. stuff that like we have. Basement, everywhere. So I'm just trying to go through the house and just get rid of stuff. Doesn't need to be here. The cars, um, just stuff like that. Just getting rid of things. And we get rid of things. You make, you make space for new things, for God to bless you with other things. Um, so there's a word to those out there that who literally go to your closet and you don't wear nothing in there and you probably wouldn't be able to fit some of the stuff that's in there, get rid of it and allow God to give you something else. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going back to a size two. Um, you know, Oh, man, God started, said, give it up, give it up. Like it's not going to happen. Uh, so I've been trying to do some stuff like that. Get rid of some stuff that I know I'm not going to wear things I don't like anymore. Get a whole new wardrobe. Right, just do all kind of stuff. Clean my office out, every paper and clutter and stuff like that. I'm just getting rid of it. Um, Come on, wardrobe. And I do believe that God is going to bless me with better uh, when I get rid of stuff that doesn't belong or doesn't even have a place. Like stuff that just doesn't have a place in my house. I just get rid of it. Because sometimes you got sometimes you got to throw away stuff to make room for what God's about to bless you with. Yeah, yeah, I believe like, that. Really, I believe that wholeheartedly. Like, like you, God can't give you things. Um, if you don't get rid of things. When you're for the clutter. Yep. I'm a believer. So I'm, I'm a believer. All right. All sounds great. Brian, do we have our first letter of 2020 and two? Uh, let's see. Do 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 they started whispering and then whispered on and they flew on up out of here in terms of me. They ain't did y'all. Right. They ain't did y'all. But we do have something in the PO box. All right, let's get to it. Let's do it. What's going on, family? We are back for our first installment of the PO box. You know, as always, you can write in and tell us all of your business and all the good things. Uh, But before we get into that, I want to let you know that you too can be featured in this segment by simply doing a few things. That is writing in to askthejigsaw at gmail.com. That is A-S-K, thejigsaw at gmail.com. Tell us who you are because we Mm -hmm. love to respect pronouns around here. Um, Tell us what you're asking us, the backstory, all those different kind of things. And we will possibly read your letter out loud on the show. And we're going to give you the best non-professional therapeutic advice that you can get on Cicely Tyson's internet. Brian. Yes. Who do we have and what do they want? All right. Uh, Pronouns. Okay. Uh, We have she, her. Mm. Shirley Murdoch. Shirley Murdoch. (laughs) Speaking of Shirley Murdoch, (laughs) Shirley Chisholm, I think. uh, My favorite civil rights character. Person, uh, what's the, what's the young lady's name? Uh, Regina King, all the thing. Regina King. She's actually going to be involved yep. in a uh, Shirley yep. Chisholm um, biopic, producing so and playing the part. Yeah, for sure. Okay, wow. Well, she's playing the part. Wow. Yeah, yeah. as of now, 
Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So off topic, on topic. All right. So Charlie Schism. Uh, no, you said Charlie Murdoch. Caesar. Shirley Murdoch. All these Shirley. Shirley Caesar. Uh, a Bob, this is Shirley. Um, <laughs> all right. So I'm going to read it. Here it goes. <clears throat> hey, guys. Um, by the time you read this, it will be way after Christmas. So Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to my favorite cousin, Negroes. Happy New Year, sis. Um, all right. Here's the thing. It is Christmas Eve, and my boyfriend of five years decided that we should exchange a gift early. Mm. Typically, we wait to open all of our gifts on Christmas Day. However, he wanted to do it early. He insisted, in fact. I obliged him, and we exchanged one gift. He gave me the gift he wanted me to open. It was a small jewelry box. Immediately, I got excited. I tore that. I tore through that paper just knowing it would be an engagement ring. We've dated since meeting in med school, so you know we're entering our late 20s. Uh, we have kept the possibility of marriage on the table and decided we wait until graduation. Well, both those graduated in 2020. And based on those conversations, I knew this was it. Plus, we had a small gathering of family and close friends. The moment was perfect. I opened that box and it was a charm bracelet. A damn Pandora <laughs> charm bracelet. Oh. Nigga. <laughs> Uh, don't you ever give a woman? Oh, no, don't you ever give a woman a ring box with a charm bracelet in it? I try to play it off, but I was beyond disappointed. How do I let him know that I'm ready and waiting? Excuse me. How do I let him know that I'm ready and this waiting game is for the birds? I don't want to rush him, but it's been five years, nigga. What's up? I would love a man's perspective. Any advice would help. Love you guys and the show. Shirley Murdoch. Murdoch. It's morning. That's, mm-hmm. that's her song. That's a good song. <laughs> Probably you almost got you almost almost tagged <laughs> in right there. <laughs> um, do you want to go first? Ooh, or as or? we lay, <laughs> as we delay, we forget about just, tomorrow. Just, as we lay, go ahead, Brian. <clears throat> just one night. Um, Kelly Price redid it. She sang the she, dog and she sang that thing. So Shirley, I'm sorry, but Kelly Price <laughs> Kelly sang that man. She sang that song. That's <laughs> All the right. best version. Um, I get, I get it. Five years is a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think by year one, I, I want to know if you would start to say this, but by year one, maybe year two, you know, as a man, if you want to marry this person or not, for sure. Um. The timing, I can see that not being right, being in med school. Why do you want to get married, plan a wedding, all that kind of good stuff? Doing med school, uh, but now you said y'all got y'all graduated in early twenty. What was it, early twenty twenty two? What they no, say? they graduated in twenty twenty. Graduate in twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty. Excuse me. Twenty twenty. So yeah, we're 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 going to twenty twenty two right now at this point. So, um, the time, yeah, at this point, I think you know, unless he's trying to save for money or whatever it is, I don't know the reason is. But I would have the conversation, bro. Like, where are we go, where are we going with this? Um, you're your early twenties or late twenties, whatever twenties you are. You're in your twenties still. Ask what's going on. Where are we going with this? What's the plan? What's the situation? Yeah. Um, because it, you know, if he doesn't want to go anything further, then that, that you know, that's your chance to to do something else before you get into your thirties and all that kind of stuff. And you finish med school, so you're probably on some residency type stuff. So. Who knows? Who knows if y'all did y'all placements and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I don't know the situation, but I think five years is a long time. Five years is a long time. And be open and honest, have the conversation, ask the question like, hey, where are we going with this? 
Um, don't drive me along. Let them know that you were disappointed with the ring situation. Just be honest. I have to my thing. Just be honest. For sure. In 2022, let's just do that. Let's just be honest with each other. Um, and just have those conversations. And if your feelings get hurt, your feelings get hurt. Either you tell the truth, tell the truth, you know, or not. Just do it. But uh, I don't know if I asked the question. I think I did. Long story short, ask them about it. Have a conversation about it. Let them know where you're going. And then you'll know your answer. Go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a artist once said this. Okay. Baby, you don't pay me no mind. You act like you don't love me no more. Maybe you need space or some time. Your attitude is unpredictable. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to make you unhappy. If you're not happy, then you're free to go Because mm-hmm. I don't want you staying around if I make you so miserable. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and free yourself. Free yourself. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. Go ahead to who, Brian? Someone else. Someone else. And mm-hmm. I say that to say, I'm a, I, I'm gonna keep this real short. I agree with everything Brian says. I don't have anything to alter or add at this point. Either that man is saving up for a ring, mm-hmm. or he's playing games. Right. There's no, there's no in between. Yeah, there's no in between at this point. Y'all been together five years. Y'all y'all have had conversations. You've graduated. Mm-hmm. And that's really it. Now, in terms of like when he does it and like the timing of it all, like sure, let him let him control that. Right. Don't don't be looking for it to happen at this moment. But I get it. You saw a ring box. Right. Niggas love proposing on holidays. So I <laughs> well, we saw all that. <laughs> listen, I get it. Um, but I'm gonna tell you now, sis, if it don't happen with it, I'm not gonna tell you to give it one more year, but I'm gonna tell you if it don't happen by 2022, yeah, that man ain't marry you. That man not. ain't trying to marry you. He nope. something has changed, something has shifted, and unfortunately, he's not communicating. So, yep. just tell him you don't want me to talk to me. Go ahead and free, and free yourself. yourself. That's all I got, Shirley. <laughs> That's all I got. Bless you. Because lately, you don't. Oh, I'm about to go listen to some Fantasia later. That just blessed my spirit. <laughs> Fantasia is a gym ooh, to, the, to the body. Ain't she? Ain't she? Right. Whew, so good. Uh, yeah, so how can people, if they want to get a letter written to the to us, to them? Yeah, read, go, ahead, go in to ask, A-S-K, the jigsaw at mm-hmm. gmail.com, and we will check that inbox. We will read your letter, and we will possibly read it online. Brian. Yes. The first rant of the year. You got it? You ready? I think I have something. Let's go into a greater conversation. All right. All right, we are here at the greater conversation where Josh and I get things off of our chest. Uh, niggas, niggas be nigging, whites be whiting, uh, people be doing all kind of stupid stuff that we gotta really just call them out about it and you know get it off our chest so it doesn't kill us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Josh, do you have anything you want to get off your chest uh, for the greater conversation? Real quick, Ted Cruz, hated man of the show. Oh. Um, got in front of got in front of Senate Congress and talked about you know the the terrible terrorist attacks that happened on January sixth, the insurrection, so to speak. And he said it it was a you know it's a tragedy, it was a terrorist. And then um, what's the, what's the what's the hated infamous white boy on Fox News? What is his name? 
Uh, um, Hannity, not Hannity. Uh, uh-uh, the other one, Carson, Tucker Carlson. Yeah, Tucker Carlson got under there and called him. Said this is not a terrorist attack by definition. By definition, it is very much a terrorist attack. It was domestic right. terrorism. Terrorism really says that any act of violence that tries to push ideological or political ideas among people—that's mm-hmm. exactly what they did. They attacked the Capitol yep. because they wanted to yep. push the idea that the election was stolen. That is domestic terrorism. The only reason yep. why you're not calling it what it is because they were white. They were white. If it was black folk. Many of us would have been dead, and then we mm-hmm. would have been called all kind of things outside of just rioters or impassioned um or mm-hmm. you know you know pe- individuals and citizens right and and Ted Cruz got his his w- white Latin self on TV <laughs> and double back and said no that's not what I meant I meant this I got caught up. I was slapping my leg no you said what you said and you right. are so afraid of losing the Trump support that you right. are even going back on what you honestly feel, nigga. It was a right. terrorist attack. Say it, it was. like it is. Those people deserve right. to be in jail. Y'all are the main one talking about back the blue, support the blue. They attacked the blue. Killed the blue. They killed the blue. And you're defending them. They should go to jail. They should rot. And they should have domestic terrorism charges brought against them. It was mm-hmm. wrong. It was disgusting. And it is a, um, a, a an obvious mark in our nation's history. We have a whole lot of blemishes in our history. But this was a very recent one. And the fact that you can't even have, like, maybe you need to go to Walmart and buy you a pair of balls. Because quite oh, clearly, yes. quite clearly, the, the Republican Party and the Trump people have them sitting in their hand on a pedestal of sorts. Look, they ain't attached to your body, no way. You probably got a little pain. So the balls was all that you had. And now that you (laughs) lost that, you have nothing left. You essentially, you don't even have a vagina because I don't want to give you the power of a woman. You remember that picture of Marilyn Manson where he just had like the Barbie doll blank? That's Ted Mm -hmm. Cruz. You have no courage. You have nothing left. You are a sorry piece of trash. And I wish Mm -hmm. you everything. That the Everything. sowing and reaping principle gives you. Yeah. The end. The end. Yeah, Ted Cruz is trash. He's a terrible human being. Um, speaking of another terrible human being and another uh, lawmaker, uh, shouts out to Patricia Morgan, a 71-year-old lawmaker from Rhode Island. And she went on Twitter mm-hmm. and uh, said this. Okay. I ha- I had a black friend. Okay. Starting I, I, bad I liked her. Right. <laughs> I had a black friend. I liked her, and I think she liked me too. But now she is hostile and unpleasant. I am sure I didn't do anything to her except be white. Is that what teachers and our political leaders really want our society? Really want for our society? Divide us of divide us because of our skin color. Hashtag CRT. Critical race theory? Yes. Um and let me just clarify for those that, that don't understand critical race theory. Uh, critical race theory uh, is basically it, it's an a ideology or a thought process of looking at history and things that are in the world from the viewpoint of those who have been disenfranchised, oppressed, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there are no curriculums, right, other than maybe graduate level, graduate level, not even undergrad, graduate level courses. Yeah. And, and most likely in political science law schools that kind of use this um, as a uh, as a means to review things based off of that 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 thought process. Uh, it's not in elementary school. It's not in K through twelve. It's not in and even in college courses. However, this has been like the rallying cry for a lot of conservative whites and even some of the you know uh, coon blacks 
um, that have been saying they don't want this in school, which is never in school. Virginia's governor said that he's going to try to he's going to keep or he's not, he's going to get critical race theory out of school, which is not even there. Um, they really want to just whitewash um, history uh, and not really tell the truth. But this lady went on 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 uh, Cicely Tyson's Twitter and said, "I had a black friend, which singular means you only had one. only had one, and the fact that you can count, we know what that right. means, right?" Um, then she says, you know, I used to like her and I thought she liked me, but now she's hostile and unpleasant, right? Here goes the white privilege of it all. I am sure I didn't do anything to her except be white. And oftentimes it's usually these people that be like, I, I'm sure I didn't do anything to her. Have you had a conversation with this person? Mm-hmm. When did she become hostile and unpleasant? Do you know why? Why well, you feel she became hostile and unpleasant? And she sort of, he said, is that what teachers, are? he said, I didn't do anything except be white. Is it, and how do you know this? How do you have you had the conversation regarding that? And they say you want us to divide us by the color of our skin. Um, you're 71, so you're probably see now. You probably don't know anything. You're probably you know, you know, Alzheimer's, dementia, whatever those things that are that you that you're doing. Um, there's no reason for her to even be in Congress. No reason for any political um, process, any political. See, I saw something recently that made a lot of sense to me, and I understand it now. Mm-hmm. They said any. Any politician that went to a segregated school probably shouldn't be making decisions about our country. Mm, That's good. I like this. And 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 they said the only president that did not go to a segregated school was Barack Obama. (laughs) Like in terms of age, you're the only president that didn't go to school at any time that was during segregation was Barack Obama. Mm hmm. So think about all these politicians, right, who grew up in either Jim Crow South or went to public, went to um, uh, um, segregated schools. Even um, Joe Biden was one of the people who was against busing kids into schools, right? Mm -hmm. So let's think about those things, right? So you look at the world differently. You grew up in racist uh, times and and things. So you don't you don't think of it in those in those ways. Um, So, yeah, this was just dumb. It was it, it just it always when people always say like, you know, and Candace Owens, who I just dislike on, on Earth, um, basically said like, you know, America to become super sensitive or super hyper racism or race stuff until Barack Obama came on the scene because the racists didn't really have nothing to say because he didn't have a black president until then. So that's when it became a thing. So it wasn't black people making things about race. It was white folks upset um, that we had a black president. Um but every it's it's always seems that the the real the ugly head and usually it's the oppressor trying to act like they're being oppressed, um, and you're just trying to gaslight a bunch of people, thinking and acting as if like you are being oppressed, you're being um, taken out of here and stuff like that. Again, CRT is uh, is critical race theory is not anything in the school. It's not even taught anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's this thought process of actually looking at people who've been oppressed and marginalized and thinking. You know, what is it like to be them and what can we do to make sure things aren't like that in the future, which which makes perfect sense. Um, United States is a fascist country. Uh, if they're right now, they're going to try to attack. If they, if they say uh, school books and learning and stuff like that. And one of the first things that Hitler did uh, when he took over and made Germany a Nazi state, Nazi country was the first thing he did was he got rid of the books. So he felt like did not point or paint history in the in the 
mirror or the image that he wanted to be in. That's mm-hmm. the person that they're doing right now. They're trying to go back. They're getting all these books, books up out of there. Yep. Right. And get rid of all those books that kind of explain what the true identity of the United States is. Um, and uh, we're, we're doing, going down a slippery slope. Um, you know, it's just crazy out here. And that's, you know, that's it. Patricia Morgan, you're a terrible human being. Uh, Ted Cruz, you're a terrible human being. You're terrible. both trash. And um, that's that's where we are. And that concludes another episode and the first episode of the Jigsaw Podcast for 2022. I want to thank mm-hmm. you all for joining us this time. As always, um, we have some amazing stuff. And, you know, Brian to get into all of that. But I want to thank you all yep. for joining and for being here week after week. We do not take it for naught. We are going into year two. So we're super mm-hmm. excited that you're still listening to this crazy show, this podcast. I hope you all enjoyed the best of episode. I, I went back yeah. to it. I, I laughed. And I had a good time. I felt like mm-hmm. it was some literally some of our best moments yeah, compiled yeah, into an episode, and it was really good. Um, so I hope y'all enjoyed that. Um, I really hope y'all had, despite the circumstances with Omarion, a great Christmas, um, mm-hmm. a really great New Year, however you brought it in. And, you know, me and Brian are legit. Like, we joke, but y'all know we love Jesus. We, we are do. legit we praying for y'all. We are. I hope that this year is a great one. Um, so, Brian, anything you want to add? Let them know how they can follow us or something that we can share that we got going on? Uh yeah, uh continue to follow us website, the Jigsaw Podcast, e, all the social medias, the Jigsaw Podcast. Follow I am Josh Roger, I am Brian Hare. Um we got stuff coming out this year. We're gonna have an event coming out in the middle of the year. So please just I don't want to say save the date, but we're coming at you in the middle of the year. Keep that in mind. Yeah, keep that in mind. Middle of the year in Atlanta. Black people doing great black things. Um you got some new content coming out. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Make sure you rate us. We're on every platform regardless of podcasts. Rate us five stars, nothing at all. Uh, tell people about us. If there's a, a certain person you want on the show, let us know. If you have an idea of the show, something you want us to talk about, let us know. Ask the Jigsaw or Jigsaw Podcast. DS, DM us, whatever it is. Let us know about it. What is this? Something that I can probably tell the people about what we're doing. I don't know. Mm, that's it. That's it. That's enough yeah, We got something coming out sometime soon in the middle of the year. And just be ready for it. Mm-hmm. We do have some new content. And if y'all saw the reel that we got some new content coming, uh, oh, your yeah. boys updated some collateral. So be on the lookout. Flood look good. that. Flood we that. Because we, we did that. We on did my that. mama. On my hood. On my hood. I look fly. We look fly. I look good. We look good. Check my swag. Mm-hmm. Wish you could. We look fly. We look good. good. Amen. With that being said, I'm still accepted. I'm going to do it because it's the first episode. Remember, all you can do is what you can, while you can, the very best ways that you can. But in all of your doing, do not get caught up with your work undone. Happy New Year, y'all. Love y'all. See y'all next week. See ya.